Hello out there in podcast land. Welcome to Caregiving is a Ministry, where we look at the Word of God through the lens of caregiving. I hope you are doing well this day. Today we're going to focus on the Holy Spirit, of course, in our um, season of looking at shepherding and how caregiving is an aspect of shepherding and how God has shepherded, shepherded, if that's a word, us from the Old Testament all the way to the New Testament. And we're focusing now on the Holy Spirit. And today we're going to look at how the Holy Spirit equips us with special skills. Were you aware that you have been equipped? Well, you have. So let's see what scripture says. I'll be reading from the New International Version, I believe. Exodus 31, 1 through 5. Now the Lord spoke to Moses saying, See, I have called by name Bazel, the son of Uri, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah. And I have filled him with the Spirit of God in wisdom and understanding and knowledge and in all skills of craftsmanship to create artistic designs for the work in gold and silver and in bronze and in the cutting of stones for setting and in the carving of wood so that he may work in all kinds of craftsmanship. Hmm. Genesis 41, 25 through 33. And Joseph said to Pharaoh, Behold, Pharaoh's dream are one and the same. God has told to Pharaoh what is about what he is about to do. The seven gold cow, cows are seven years, and the seven good years are seven years, and the dreams are one and the same. The seven thin and ugly cows that came up after them are seven years, and the seven thin ears scorched by the east wind will be seven years of famine. It is as I have spoken to Pharaoh. God has shown Pharaoh that what he is about to do. Behold, seven years of great abundance are coming in all the land of Egypt, and after them seven years of famine will come, and all the abundance will be forgotten in the land of Egypt, and the famine will ravage the land, so the abundance will be unknown in the land because of the subsequent famine, for it will be very severe. Now as for the repeating of the dream to Pharaoh twice, it means that the matter is confirmed by God, and God will quickly bring it about. So now let Pharaoh look for a man discerning and wise and and appoint him over the land of Egypt. Numbers 11, verse 25. Then the Lord came down in the cloud and spoke to them, and he took away some of the spirit who was upon him and placed it upon 70 elders. And when the spirit rested upon them, they prophesied, yet they did not do it again. 2 Chronicles 24, 20. Then the Spirit of God covered Zechariah, the son of Jehodiah, the priest's like clothing. And he stood above the people and said to them, This is what God has said. Why do you break the commandments of the Lord and do not prosper? Because you have abandoned the Lord and he has abandoned you. 2 Peter 1, 21. 
for no prophecy was ever made by an act of human will, but men moved by the Holy Spirit spoke from God. 1 Corinthians 12, verses 4 through 11. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit distributes them. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but in all of them and in every one, it is the same God at work. Now to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. To one there is given through the Spirit a message of wisdom, to another a message of knowledge. By the same means, by means of the same Spirit, to another faith, by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing, by the one Spirit, to another miraculous powers, to another prophecy, to another distinguishing between spirits, to another speaking in different kinds of tongues, and to still another the interpretation of tongues. All these are the work of one and the same Spirit, and He distributes them to each one just as He determines. See? We see now that the Holy Spirit equips us for doing all sorts of things. But his equipping is for the glory of God and for equipping for good. Notice how the Spirit equipped Joseph. He was able to interpret dreams. And I know that you've read the story. It's in Genesis of how after being ridiculed by his brothers and being sold by his brothers and working in Potiphar's house and then being in prison he interpreted two dreams for some prisoners fellow prisoners and it wasn't until after they um, got out of prison that one remembered Joseph and brought him before Pharaoh right but was that gift that God gave him the interpretation of dreams was it for um, Joseph to use purely for himself was it for his good alone No, it wasn't. It was a way that the Lord chose to bring Israel, the man, and his 12 sons and their families from the land that they were in to Egypt so that there they would multiply and prosper and become a mighty nation. Right? You you remember the story. But that, that was the purpose of allowing Joseph to be Um, captured and sold and to get to Egypt for that particular plan right there. So we see that in the midst of the gift that Joseph was given for interpretation, that he was able to prosper, but the gift served an ultimate point and purpose. There are spiritual gifts. That's what we read in 1 Corinthians. And let me say, We all have them. Once again, we all have them in the body of Christ. You've been equipped with a spiritual gift. And those gifts are supposed to be used for the edification of the body. That's why we all have them. Because we need to grow as a community of believers so that then we can go and grow the communities around us. Remember, God's plan is to bring reconciliation to himself and mankind through his son Jesus Christ but he gives us choice and so it isn't until we take our last breath that choice is over therefore everything that we do or that the Holy Spirit instructs us to do or equips us to do will be for our good but also for that ultimate purpose through the Lord whether we recognize it 
or not. And so that's probably, you know, why Paul in Romans said all things will work out for our good in God's glory for this end. I also believe that the Holy Spirit equips us with special talents, right? We read that in Exodus where there was the um, craftsman who helped um, not develop but create the tabernacle. You can go back and read that in Exodus. And it was um, that particular gentleman, I won't butcher his name more than once, and another gentleman that specifically Exodus speaks to that they were given special talents so that they could work on the tabernacle. So our talents can be tied to a profession or for just an innate ability, you know, painting, writing, photography, not a spiritual gift because they aren't directly and solely being used for the edification of the body of Christ. But can your talent bring honor and glory to God? Absolutely. If you are a lawyer, can you not dedicate your skills and profession to honor God? Of course you can. You can ask the Holy Spirit to help you with your closing arguments or opening arguments or to help you see the heart of the matter of a case. You can do all of those things, no matter what your your profession is or your talent is. God strategically places us in very, not only in various congregations, right, but in certain communities and in certain businesses and professions. Please don't think that you are where you are by happenstance. No, God has a plan for you and he places you there. The only way that you, I just don't think you could be someplace happenstance, but you can intentionally not be obedient to the instruction that the Holy Spirit gives you. And I will bring you into the memory of Jonah. (laughs) Remember Jonah? God told him to go to Nineveh and preach. And he was like, bump that. I'm going to catch a boat and I'm going to go over here. And he got himself in the well. So you may find yourself in a belly of a whale moment (laughs) because you're not being obedient. But you're not where you are by happenstance. Understand that when you intentionally, you know, go against the Holy Spirit, you're grieving the Holy Spirit because you're not um, adhering what he's asking you and prompting you and probing you to do. And if you continually ignore him, eventually you won't be able to hear his voice anymore. I won't say that he stopped speaking because I, I I don't know that for sure, but definitely you won't be hearing him anymore. And we don't want that. We want to always have our hearts open to hear the Holy Spirit speak to us. And we want to allow him to equip us with those skills that will not only enrich our lives, but the lives of our fellow sisters and brothers and the world. Do you know what your spiritual gifts are? Chances are you probably have more than one. And if you don't, I encourage you to ask the Lord to reveal them to you through his spirit. If you're in a body of believers, people may come to you and and start telling you, you know, nudging you in a certain direction. Or maybe you just try different things within the body of Christ and you see what fits, what, what you feel good about and what you are good about doing. I didn't know that I had the spiritual gift of teaching, but when... It finally became obvious to me that I did. I looked back over my life and I saw how God had placed me in different teaching, Bible teaching, Sunday school positions, grooming me. But I wasn't, you know, smarter than a third grader to figure out that that's what he was doing at the time. And then there are other things that um, I have a spiritual gift for prayer. 
is one thing intercessory prayer when I look back over my life as a little girl I always prayed administration that's a talent that I have but I can also use it in the body of Christ I can bring order from chaos if people want order and if they don't want order then it just won't work because they'll sabotage it but there are certain gifts that I know that I have and I also realize me being a military person and God placing me in different congregations that he will change the gifts that I have sometimes to meet a need that is within that congregation right the others don't go away it's just that I notice some others kind of surface because that's a need that needs to be met in the body of Christ but I want you to know that you have them and I'll encourage I encourage you to ask God to show you what they are I didn't realize what my spiritual gifts were I didn't ask God what my spiritual gifts were until 2004 so don't think that it's too late I know that um I was equipped to care for my mom. Holy Spirit made me uh, aware of that. It was something that I didn't know how to do. It's not like you go to school for it. I wasn't a nurse. I wasn't in a healthcare profession. I what profession? I wasn't, you know, like a social worker or or counselor or anything like that. But as he grew me in that position and he equipped me in, in the position of caring for my mom, being a caregiver, I learned to enjoy it. Of course, initially I was scared as heck. It grew me as a person. He grew me as a person. He grew me as a woman of God. And overall, it made me a better daughter, a better daughter to my heavenly father and a better daughter to my earthly mother. There would be times that I just knew the question to ask a doctor. It would just pop in my head or um, a need that I, a way to take care of one of my mother's needs. You know, I told you the story about praying to the Lord. She had this wound. It's like, what is it that I do? And he showed me the picture of Bill's pharmacy. I had no experience in doing any of this, but sometimes innately I would just know I need to do this for her. I need to check this out. I need to combine this and that. One of my cousins called me Dr. Greta, which I thought was funny because I would sometimes understand a a medical remedy to use that, you know, wasn't necessarily orthodox, (laughs) but mama would get better. And I know it all came from the Holy Spirit because he was equipping me to care for his precious daughter. And the good news is, since God is no respecter of persons, what he has done for me in this season of caregiving, guess what? He'll also do for you. So rest in knowing that you are equipped for this season and that you're being equipped during this season. Do you know what your talents are? What your what, what your um, superpowers are? Are you good at um, negotiating? Or, or are you good at banking? Are you a good problem solver, strategic thinker, project manager, painter, lawyer, whatever it is? Next question is, are you using that talent in a way that honors God? See, those are the questions that we must ask ourselves as mature sisters and brothers in Christ. We're not babes. We're maturing. Because we want our lives, no matter what season that we are in, we want our lives to bring honor and glory to the Lord. So with that, I want you to know that you are equipped 
I ask you to take inventory of your special, not your special, but your spiritual gifts and encourage you to use those spiritual gifts in the body of Christ. And then that the talents that you have, that you use them for the glory and honor of God and know that he's equipped you for this season. Let's pray. We thank you, Lord, for this day, for blessing us with allowing to come before you with assurance that you're listening, with the assurance that you delight in us. Thank you for being a God who loves us and who is constantly making a way for us, who is constantly opening doors for us, who constantly bids for us to get closer and closer, for being in the details of our lives, for watching over us as we slept and as we drove and as we walk. Thank you for ordering our steps, Lord. We ask that we be obedient in following the steps that you place before us. We thank you for the comforter that you've placed in our hearts, the Holy Spirit. And today, as we have found out, we have been equipped for such a time as this. We thank you. We thank you for never leaving us alone. For how can you? Because you reside within us. And so we thank you. I I pray, Father, that the precious people who are listening to this podcast, that they know you and that they feel your presence each and every day. And I pray that your spirit is speaking to their hearts. If they do not know what their spiritual gifts are, when they come to you and ask you, I ask that you start revealing that to them, that the gifts and the talents that they have, Lord, that they use them for your glory. You are a good God and you don't do anything by happenstance and And in the midst of you accomplishing your great purpose of putting us here, you delight in us and you give us the desires of our hearts because of it. That's how good you are. And so in the midst of us using our talents to bring you honor and glory and and the talents that we use, Father, that bring um, funds into our household and sustains us, we know that it is you. But even in those things, you prosper us. And so we thank you for prospering us and for giving us the desires of our hearts at times. And we also thank you for not giving us the desires of our hearts when it is out of season and when we are not ready for them. Thank you for being just good. And so we ask that you bless our talents today. We ask that you use the spiritual gifts that you place within us to bring edification to your body so that we grow as a people, that we be unified in our, um, in our mission of being a witness for our Savior, Jesus Christ. And I, as always, pray for the caregivers that are out there as you have equipped me to take care of my mom. Let them know that you are equipping them and that when they have a problem and they don't know how to solve it and caring for the loved one that you placed in their charge, that you give them the answer as you gave to me. Thank you for being an equal opportunity, God, and for loving us unconditionally. This we pray in the precious name that is above every name, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Alrighty. I hope you have a great day today. Go minister the act of caregiving in the name of Jesus.